Amendment 1. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is a fundamental human right that reinforces all other human rights, allowing society to develop and progress. The ability to express our opinion and speak freely is essential to bring about change in society. It's having the right to express opinions without government restraint, and this is why this right is the most important. Freedom of speech was established in the First Amendment of the United States Constitution in 1791, along with freedom of religion, freedom of the press, and the right to assembly. Protection of speech was first introduced when the Magna Carta was signed in 1215. The Bill of Rights provides constitutional protection for certain individual liberties, including freedoms of speech, assembly, and worship. It was not until 18th century colonial America that the freedom of speech was recognized as a shield against a despotic government. This act stated that if any person shall write great uter opinions that defame the said government. On a basic level, freedom of speech means that people can express an opinion even in an unpopular or unsavory one without fear of government censorship. It protects all forms of communication from speeches to art and other media and it goes along with the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment to freedom of speech. The First Amendment guarantees our right to free expression and free association, which means that the government does not have the right to forbid us from saying what we want and writing what we like. We can form clubs and organizations and take part in demonstrations and rallies. Some actions citizens can take because of the amendment are want to speak specifically the right to salute the flag, of students to wear black armed mans to school to protest war. Students do not share their constitutional rights at the school gate. And to use certain offensive words and phrases to convey political messages, the government may not interfere towards citizens' expression and speech. As an area to clarify what freedom of speech is, students wear black armbands to school to protest war. Students do not share their constitutional rights in, at the school gate. To use certain offensive words and phrases to convey political messages, Gallo v. New York, legal case in which the U.S. Supreme Court ruled on June 8, 1925, that the U.S. Constitution First Amendment protection of free speech, which states that the federal Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech, applies also to state governments. The decision was the first in which the Supreme Court held that the 14th Amendment's due process clause requires state and federal governments to be held to the same standards in regulating speech. The case arose in November 1918 when Benjamin Gitlow, who had served as a New York State Assemblyman and associate Alan Larkin, were arrested by New York City police officers for a criminal energy and an offense under New York State law. Gitlow and Larkin were both Communist Party members and publishers of the Revolutionary Age, a radical newspaper in which they printed the left-wing manifesto, modeled on the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, which advocated the violent overthrow of the U.S. government. Although Gillow argued at trial that the that the no violent action was precipitated by the article, he was convicted, and the conviction was subsequently upheld by the state appellate court. The Supreme Court heard oral arguments in April and November 1923 and issued its ruling, written by Justice Edward T. Sanford in June 1925. The court upheld Gillow's conviction, but perhaps ironically, the rulings expanded free speech protections for individuals since the court held that the First Amendment was applicable to state governments through the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. The majority opinion stipulated that the court assumes that freedom of speech and of press, which are protected by the First Amendment from 
abridgment by Congress are among the fundamental personal rights and liberties protected by the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment from impairment by the states. In ruling that the conviction was constitutional, however, the court rejected the clear and present danger test established in Sanch v. U.S. 1919 and instead used the bad or dangerous tendency test. The New York state law was constitutional because the state cannot reasonably be required to defer the adoption of measures for its own peace and safety until the revolutionary years since led to actual disturbances of the public peace or imminent and immediate danger of its own destruction. But it may, in the exercise of its judgment, suppress that these threatened danger in its insufficiency an eloquent dissenting opinion joining joined by Justice Louis Brandeis, Justice Oliver Wendell Combs Jr. held to the clear and present danger test that he had articulated in his majority opinion in such arguing that the ruling which enabled provisions on speech that assemble, that simply advocated potential violence was eventually dismissed by the Supreme Court in 1930s and later as the court became more restrictive regarding the types of speech that government permissibly suppressed.